Everybody to this uh, third episode of this uh, Biatro Talks. Um, hey everyone. <laughs> after talking about uh, cloud solutions, DevOps uh, implementations, and uh, different approaches, we wanted we wanted to bring to this uh, third episode a near shore delivery model that we've been doing for around ten years, and um, now it's more relevant than than uh, than ever. So um, before moving to well, one quick topic, we have a Q&A section that uh, feel free to, to use to, to post questions and we'll try to go through them towards the end of the episode. Um, quick, quick, quick intros. I'm uh, Luis Lajinha, International Delivery uh, Director responsible for uh, international uh, customers uh, outside of our home country in Portugal and and expansion also internationally. Uh, with me I have Francisco and Ricardo. Uh, thanks for, for joining us. Thanks for having us. Um, so moving on to the topic that brought, brought us here and before even talking about Nearshore I wanted to quickly talk about um, why would uh, companies uh, need to, to outsource uh, instead of direct hiring. Well, it's important for several reasons. I'll mention some. Uh, the, the, the time that it saves uh, in, in, in hiring and in training that companies do not need to, uh, to, to do uh, when using an external partner, it's it's crucial. The 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 level and that obviously reduces risk of um, of, of bringing people to the the, the company, and the, the level of uh, specialization that that it, it needs to to a specific project that when it's not the, the core of that company to do that kind of uh, projects and so it doesn't have the company doesn't have that uh, specialization doesn't know uh, how to to accomplish that um, so uh, and those are some just some reasons not all of them all obviously Having said that, I would try to, uh, I would suggest that we talk about uh, next on the different delivery models or ways to, to outsource that companies have just to, to, to start our conversation. Exactly. So, first of all, uh, thanks, Lejinha, for the invite and welcome everybody at home. So, in fact, there are three main delivery models. In BF4ALL, we'll deliver two of them. We have onshore, we have offshore, and nearshore. BF4ALL delivers onshore and nearshore yeah. solutions. Mm -hmm. uh, there are differences between those three, uh, mostly because of uh, time and costs. 
we also have um, the collaboration method between the teams that are different and also the, the communication can uh, vary. And in fact, this because of the different regions and time zones that they can have. Basically, the onshore delivery model is uh, when a company hires a service uh, in, with a partner that is located in their own country. Okay? And um, the main advantage of this delivery model is basically because uh, the team is located in the same country, so it's much easier to, to coordinate and to communicate. Uh, the language barrier doesn't exist and uh, they don't have different time zones, so it's much easier also to, to interact with the, with the project. Uh, the offshore uh, outsourcing is something that we don't deliver, but uh, it's important to mention because it's quite used nowadays. And uh, basically, when a company hires an offshore uh, delivery model, they are requiring a service to a partner that is located in a completely different time zone and in a different country in the globe, like yeah. India, China or Mexico. Uh, and the main advantage of this delivery model basically is the lower rate price they practice compared with others. So they can easily escalate also, and, um, but there are some drawbacks that are important to mention. One of them is the, the difficult communication, because countries like this, they don't speak English uh, as fluent as other countries. Yeah. And also because of the, the, the different time zones, so we need to adapt our way of working in order to have uh, the, let's say, uh, good uh, periods of time that we can interact with the people and it's uh, also uh, difficult. It's more asynchronous. In synchronous, exactly. And in the end, uh, knowing that this will reduce costs, in, we can have uh, misunderstandings, the, the business process can be much more stressed in the end, so it can, in the end, uh, increase. So we need to make a trade-off when acquiring this type of uh, services. And last but not least, nearshore, that's why we are here. So basically when a company decides to hire a nearshore service, uh, they are deciding to, to have a partner in a nearby country. Uh, and uh, basically the nearshore is mostly likely offshore. So we are working remotely to a different company, but uh, in a similar time zone and in a more uh, proximity way. Okay? Um, basically, the, the main advantage of this delivery model is that this communication is much easier compared with the offshore. Uh, and of course, if we need to do some uh, travel arrangements or if we need to meet uh, the customer uh, on site, it's much easier and we can do it and faster, uh, and, faster and we <laughs> can do it frequently. So, uh, comparing... Even, even because of visas and the it's it's a lot easier that you don't need to, to yeah. have visas. We are in the Schengen because, area. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. In, in our case, yeah. Yeah. And, and also in our case, like the, the the topic that you were bringing bringing the the synchronicity, it's it's really key in projects that yeah. that we work in, in around data yeah. because um, it, it is really key to have a close relationship mm. with the, the business stakeholders. Exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. And, and I would even add, uh, not, not only uh, that, but the, the, the fact that, uh, I mean, uh, um, scope and technology, it, it changes a lot more uh, uh, today than it did two or three years ago. So it's really, really key that we keep that close connection with, with customers. Uh, and yeah. being on, uh, on the same time zone, more or less, that is really helpful. I think yeah. that's one of our key points. Yeah. Exactly. And if we compare this with the non-short delivery model, 
I believe uh, we can save money on that and uh, keeping the high quality service in the end. So we and uh, another topic that is important to mention when this uh, COVID-19 crisis appeared, we were much more prepared because everyone went remotely and we were working remotely already. Yeah, so we were already the transition done. was quite yeah, fast exactly. and uh, they saw the added value even more now because uh, there was a lot of pressure during these times and uh, when they wanted to escalate teams we were already prepared and the team worked with perfectly so it was really really yeah, good. it was a really smooth, smooth transition, transition because yeah, exactly. we were already doing that yeah exactly basically. it was just going to homework in exactly the same way as we did before yeah uh, I think I think it's it's worth mentioning and uh, um, on on our model or the way we we uh, we do near shore uh, I, I think uh, our culture, let's say, um, uh, plays uh, very strongly uh, in our favor. Uh, as in, everyone is, is very um, uh, committed and customer focused, uh, uh, I would say. Um, and that really shows that we're, uh, um, as, as a, 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 not only as a vendor, as a partner, let's say, to our customers, really, we're really committed to their, to their goals. And yep. we end up having long-term relationships, let's say, with, with those, those customers. Um, I would say we start from, I don't know, sometimes from scratch, from assessments, uh, and uh, we grow with our customers um, in technology, in geographies even. So it, it really gives us uh, um, uh, that, that breadth uh, to, uh, through time. Um, and uh, well. I, I think of some examples, and we, we, I don't know, what was the, 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 the first uh, real nearshore customer we had? Was it on life sciences? Not, not to mention anyone's name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, uh, clearly we, we've been working, so we, we work on, on different uh, sectors, uh, we don't focus on, on any, um, but yeah, we, we, we started the, the, our nearshore approach with um, on the the life sciences um, sector, for, for sure, um, and this was already some years ago. And as I said, and um, we've been working on this model for more than ten years. I can precise exactly the, the number of years, and that's why exactly that we were already prepared for the transition, and it was quite smooth, and and and, and so. The, uh, the 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 model has uh, grown uh, or grown uh, a lot. It grew it grew a lot, um, but especially in those these last two years, it, it exploded. The the need to to nearshore that we're seeing everywhere basically yeah. everywhere uh, everybody wants to to nearshore because the. Um, the, the, the companies and all, all around the world, uh, companies uh, are more willing to accept uh, remote work. Exactly. And I, so I think that comes from a lot of digital tra transformation. I mean, the pandemic was here. It's it's uh, it's always going to be a topic, uh, and, and a, a lot of a lot of companies that weren't thinking about digital transformation now are. Uh, because they have to, because they, they no really need to. to yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. From yeah. one day to another. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, we when we look at uh, our our own num numbers on on nearshore, we we see that uh, some years ago we we grew pre um, 
well, it was stable, but so not, not too much. Growth. But yeah. then the, the model really started to, to, to stick in and everybody started to using use it a lot. The last couple of years, uh, it, we increased it by like 50% or something like that. Right now it represents around 60% of uh, our business already. And, uh, and clearly this, uh, the, the goal is to increase the, the, the weight that, that it has uh, by, uh, to, to, to be um, uh, something like 90% of the, of the business in, in the next couple of years, probably. And, and this is exactly what we're seeing in, in the, the market. And, uh, and and this this expansion, this um, uh, growth that we're we're seeing, uh, and you you already mentioned, I can't recall if, you know, who who uh, the two of you mentioned it, but yeah, we have really um, long term relationships with our customers. Uh, it's it's a partnership, and that's why the the synchronicity is 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 key. Yeah. Um, and, and because um, we also did uh, something uh, some years ago, long before COVID uh, hit us, and so you, you guys probably remember, that we started to shift our focus to not, not be just uh, focused on development, but also focus on business understanding, uh, to, uh, and that allowed us to be more... Uh, partners to, to our customers to be <laughs> sitting on their side on their on their teams uh, and, and not some uh, remote uh, team that uh, yeah it's just implementing, implementing things yeah. of course. I guess that that specialization and those different roles that that uh, we didn't have those years ago um, they definitely brought us closer to our to our customers and uh, uh, they also gave us the the um, the room to grow on, uh, let's say, a, a, a other parts of the project or of IT projects, uh, even needs assessment before there is even a project, and and uh, we help the customer, well, understand their needs, yeah, and what kind of solution fits their those those needs, needs best, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. And just as uh, I mean, as, as an example, we 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 started on a, on a. Uh, a particular project, one of those long-term uh, uh, relationships we talked about uh, with business analysis. I'm I'm a bit keen to that. That's my my background. But you're uh, partial. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm partial to business analysis. But it, it's a fact that we we started because there was a demand there, and we we actually uh, chose. Um, I mean, we we chose which profiles would would fit their best. But at that point, it was just tacit knowledge. There wasn't real. Um, formal experience and we grew there and I mean years passed and now we have a dedicated area of a dedicated knowledge center for business analysis um, we which also led them to, to other exactly. initiatives and yeah, uh, strategies on. yeah um, and that's that's really great I, I think that's the kind of formal knowledge on those different areas not only development that we really bring to the table um, when when we're with with our customers yeah yeah and one other um, interesting thing that we've we've seen, and, and especially for for a company uh, like Biaforal, we're not a, a really big company. We are right now around uh, 300, 350 um, person and consultants. 
Um, but we real we are really specialized in what we do. We we focus on 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 this area on this core area of of data in general. And what we see, especially in our international expansion, and you guys can confirm or, or deny, um, is that usually. Well, it's, 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 it's difficult because a lot of times the, the customers do not know us, but uh, what we usually um, start our engagement and our partnership with our customers is by uh, doing really small projects so that they start to, to, to know us. us. Yeah. And then from there, uh, we've seen that, that, that movie yeah. several times that it starts to, to grow to from grow. there. Yeah. And then it's, it's not uh, an engagement that is just to deliver that specific small project, but then it's really a partnership that is continuously and integrated into their teams um, and, and managed uh, usually by us to, to deliver their program yeah. and, and to define that program together with the, the customer. Yeah. And I can give a, an example of the project that I am now coordinating. When we start, we start locally in a contact that we have yeah. here in Port in Portugal, and then uh, after six months, they saw the added value and the benefit that they brought with our solution, and then they decided to move to a more regional or global level. So that's when we we expand. And uh, just uh, for the reference, when we first started, we were like two consultants in the team, and now we are like more than twenty. So yeah. as you can see, in four years, the the customer saw the, the added value and they wanted to escalate their business and their, their um, let's say, deliverable. So it was really a good, um, a good exercise and a good improvement, not only for the, for the customer, but also for, for us. And uh, it's important to mention that, as you said, we start small, but we grow and we don't grow only in the area that we are delivering. We have all other areas. Uh, our knowledge center gives us a lot of possibilities to provide new insights to the customers that they see uh, as an added value so we we go through different doors in fact and in the end we grow and it's and important to mention yeah. uh, you're you're involved now in in, in big topics there uh, big technology shifts yeah, like uh, cloud solutions yeah exactly uh, and and uh, um well i'm i'm uh, i would say more well on one hand more focused on on life sciences and and there i can i can say that uh, uh uh, it's it's uh, on one uh, on one hand um, uh, we train our people to make sure they're up to date always with the, what's more recent mm -hmm. technology wise framework wise and we also give back a lot because we're, we're talking about big companies uh, where there's a lot happening and uh, especially on, on uh, new frameworks uh, and I'm, I'm thinking of scaled agile and as an example of, of a delivery method that's been really interesting to to learn with the customer uh, on on their uh, and on building their portfolio, and then build, uh, bringing back to 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 the company. So in, in a way, it's it's an uh, well, it's an ever evolving process that we have people dedicated to innovation. We also uh, and and they they uh, come back to us with with that. But it's also the other way around. Uh, I guess that's that's a big big thing on our culture. Yeah. Okay, and uh, how do you, uh, uh, this is just a question out of my head, because you guys work on nearshore projects for some years, uh, on different customers, different sectors, different tool sets, different 
yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. But um, how do you see the, the interaction with the, the, the customers and how um, does the, the near shore helps, especially in like in the travel and because uh, I know uh, especially Francisco and the, the project that you you are that the, the interaction and, and traveling is quite frequent. The, with the, the example with you, Ricardo, it's also quite frequent and getting even more. But the, how do you guys see that it helps? I mean, from, from my side, it, it, it's definitely a real benefit because, uh, I mean, we're talking about big projects at meal level with stakeholders in multiple geographies. Um, so you really need to, to uh, be aware of everyone's needs on one hand and uh, be effective in communication. And being on roundabout the same time zones is really important for that communication because if someone needs to wait 12 hours each time they have something on their, on their mind, that's going to be a huge impact for a project that has so many people. Um, and traveling, yes, I think, uh, well, um, we have most of, uh, of, of the, 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 the people from the customer side traveling to Lisbon uh, because it's, it's great here. I mean, it's great weather, no, no advertising needed there, but I think that's, that's uh, um, that having most of the team also located here means that people can travel to one place, can, they can be with us and focus on yeah. workshops. And you, you actually did some workshops yeah, yeah. here as well. Yeah, I totally agree, but uh, I have a little bit uh, different uh, opinion in that way because one of the things that this, again, this COVID-19 uh, period bring, brought to us was that uh, the, the customers saw that they don't really need to travel as often as they wanted yeah. before yeah. and they yeah, can exactly. save money on that because we can meet uh, remotely and we can be productive as well. Uh, what I think is that uh, the travels are important to meet face to face, to know the people. Yeah. And to have and that, create bonds to create well. bonds and to to yeah to to know to put names on the face. That's it, and uh, that's the important topic. So it's really important to meet time to time, like in a quarterly or a semesterly basis. But uh, yeah, it's key. It's really key. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. Yeah. So um, one thing I, I wanted to talk about a, a bit on how we see or what kind of challenges we see. Um, for for the future that we face today, but also for the future, but maybe start for present present ones, and uh, we already mentioned uh, some here. But do you want to talk a bit uh, about that? Um, yeah, uh, well, I, I, I can kick that off, and, and going back to the pandemics or post pandemics, uh, uh, hopefully now. Um, well, it it opened up the the, the market uh, globally, and uh this this comes uh, uh it's it's a bittersweet thing on one hand we uh we have competition coming for uh, uh coming after our talent let's say from around the globe and people can work from their homes without moving to a completely different location um so that's one thing but actually we're also on the same market we're players on that market so yep. we're, we can also reach out to other areas where uh, we we find this, the the same kind of of, of culture as we have, um, so that potentially we can be closer to other customers. So that's that's definitely one thing. Um, I mean, we also have 
different sales cycles. I don't know what's what's your experience there, and you've you've moved. You mentioned from local to EMEA. Yeah. Um, how do you see that uh, uh, that going in terms of sales cycles? Yeah, EMEA and, and not only. Not only, yeah. In, in Europe, it's, it's compared, compared with uh, with the United States, it's quite different because we have several countries with different culture, with different legislation. So it's really difficult to enter in a new country, okay? And uh, that's why we have established some partnerships locally in some of European countries also. But uh, it's really difficult. But as soon as we reach there, it's much easier to, to stay there and to have confidence because our work is valued. So we have reference. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's, it's much more difficult. But in the end, as, as Lajinha said, when we are able to start a partnership, we keep it for a long time. So in the end, I would say the return of the investment is quite good because we need to, to spend time and money to try to, to obtain new customers. But in the end, uh, the added value is great. So we keep the, the relationship for a long time. And in the end, I think everyone benefits from it. Yeah. Okay. Um, mo moving on, because we don't have uh, time. infinite time, we, we could <laughs> be talking uh, here hours, for, yeah. for hours. Um, but just talking a bit about the, the future, and there were some times that we already mentioned here, the, the, the last couple of years that obviously the, the whole world, we had the, the pandemic and all that stuff, that um, with all the bad that, that it brought, it also brought good, good things. Yeah. Um, and we, we've, we've mentioned them already. Uh, one that is really key, uh, especially it's, it's present, but it's also future, is that it accelerated digital transformation by a lot. There are studies, I believe, yeah. that say that in, in two years, the, the world advanced in terms of digital transformation around 10 years, what was planned before to, to take 10 faster. years. Yeah. And, and that what, that what that brought was a really, really big focus on digital because all the companies uh, had to, to go digital in some way. Um, and especially for us and the, the, our business is, is data that brought a huge amount of data to, to explore. A lot more data points, definitely. <laughs> and and the, the, the need and, uh, on that conversation that we were having, that we became more partners and with a really good business understanding, yeah. Um, we had uh, companies even before uh, uh, the pandemic started, but then during the pandemic and uh, now the same thing and we'll have more in the future to ask us for data strategy assessments yeah. to, 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 to help them define their uh, data the strategy because they, they didn't really had... Uh, uh, a solid one before and they needed they, they understood that they needed to to have and with that um, we also saw and are seeing that um, the, we we get a lot of projects um, of go to cloud on, on different uh, places everybody is, is going to the cloud in some form or, uh, or the other um, and that also brings some areas around the, the, the core that we have, that is data, um, 
on uh, topics like uh, infrastructure, infrastructure on, and architecture on the cloud. That is key to be done right from the beginning. Exactly. And uh, cybersecurity, for example, that is, is, is key. And we're, we have seen around the, the world a lot of uh, breaches and, 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 and stuff. That and, and we also need to be more compliant. Uh, exactly, exactly, exactly. With the robust solutions that we exactly. can bring. RPI the is, is getting a big focus because uh, I guess, uh, in my opinion, um, there's, as there's so much, so much data and so, much, uh, so many things going digital, uh, the, the, the companies did need to automate more and need to be able to uh, process the, the data and get uh, some sense out of the data that they are yeah, producing. Exactly. Right? Yeah, I think what we're also seeing from this and, and from this go to cloud movement is that companies take the opportunity to refactor what they have and to modernize even even the way they they, uh, they have their systems implemented. So we're seeing um, with with that go to cloud movement also a lot more um, uh, um, well, it, it's self-service, but at, at the data product level. Yeah. So uh, productionizing, if you will, uh, the, the data you have to other areas of your company, meaning you have the source of truth that is still the, 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 the core of a data warehouse, but the way you deliver it, it has significantly improved, also leading to shorter, um, um, uh, shorter project times. Um, as in, you deliver the data, your inside the customer, your your customer area will get that data sooner and do with that what they want. So there's there's a lot more there and uh, um, uh, coming from that movement as well. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I would suggest as we don't have too much yeah. time yeah, left we that we move on and, and try to to answer as as many questions as as possible from the ones that we we got. I would uh, pick, for example, the, um, the, the one that says, uh, why don't you have a hybrid model where customer-facing activities are onshore and development is performed offshore? So a combination of, uh, of here, two, two models. Do uh, any, any of you want to, to I, take the, I that can, one? Yeah, I, I think I can take that one. I mean, uh, we... we touched uh, um, on, on the topic of, of culture and uh, I think um, we have with with our people a, a commitment to to the customer and a commitment to quality that we really want to to, to keep very close and the fact that we uh, um, we, we train the people in, in, in our projects um, that that uh, give and take between delivery and and uh, knowledge areas, um, I think that's something we want to keep. So the uh, this this goes back to a lot of topics actually. The communication, the synchronicity we need with yeah, with customers, um, autonomy and proactivity and critical thinking. We want that not only with with uh, the people that are closer to the customer. We want the developers to be able to ask why is something is being implemented. Yeah. Um, I guess that's uh, uh, that's a, a key area for us. Uh, because that also enables the customer to make the best decisions, informed ones, about what they're doing. So I think what we, we definitely should keep to, to uh, the model we have, uh, the neutral model we have. Yeah, 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 yeah that, makes, that makes sense. And we mentioned um, yeah, to be 
close to have that close communication yeah. and, 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 and yeah proximity and partnership uh, with the customer is really key yeah. and that yeah. made a difference several times that we've seen all times in fact um, I would um, then pick up uh, an, uh, another one uh, like in uh, sorry can you, it, can, it, you want me to read something <laughs> In um, long-term projects, where uh, people are located through multiple years, how do you ensure they keep up to date with the latest trends on technology and best practices? Okay, uh, yeah, I can I can take that one if that's if that's all right. Yeah. Um, that uh, links uh, actually a bit with the one that um, uh, something that you were mentioning, Francisco. The the so the 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 knowledge of the the business understanding of what uh, that customer does uh, and the, the understanding of all the systems all the business rules all all the persons and the stakeholders and on that customer is really key and difficult to to train people because um, it takes time when we we've seen that uh, it, it it takes time obviously we need to do that every once in a while um but that that is key but every once in a while uh, customers want uh, either if it is by our recommendation or um, by, by their theirs, needs yeah. by, by their needs they, they want to shift and they want to change the platform that they're working for some reason and that obviously uh, and that's the the, the, the question I guess um, it's it's because of that 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 brings the, the issue that persons that are uh, in that um, customer um, do not have the knowledge of that specific tool that the, the platform uh, will be implemented yeah. in usually um, what we the, the approach that we we follow uh, is um, using the, the the knowledge area that we have that is um, um, well, it works with the, the different delivery um, sectors that, that we have. That knowledge area uh, trains people that are already on that customer so that we don't lose the, the, the customer-specific and sector-specific knowledge that we already have on that team. And they train that, people, that, the that team on the new tools because it's much easier to to train yeah. on new tools than it is to train on business understanding and business knowledge and the the relationships with the absolutely yeah and i can tell you in in, uh, in my project that we are doing now in in terms of go to cloud we have also added not only uh, this uh, training part but also we extend the team with the cloud architect specifically for the project so to we to support yeah, the so move they, they guide so the guiders and then yeah the the path will be much easier but the team is uh, it's the same team that we had before but with an expert that help us achieving that and, yeah. and you keep the core knowledge in the team exactly so in the end yeah. knowledge doesn't go away if, uh, by by switching people to uh, to someone yeah. else yeah exactly that, i think that makes perfect sense yeah okay uh, i think we have time for one more one last question uh, ricardo do you want to to pick one uh... yeah i can pick the last one uh, <laughs> there is a risk to focus 100% in international market and lose the local market. 
So, in fact, I'm not only uh, helping international customers, I also have uh, local customers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, small ones, but in fact, I, I do have two other customers. And I think it's important to mention that um, the knowledge that we, that we obtain in these local customers are really key to leverage these knowledge then when we implement the international customers. So in Portugal, as you know, we are like in the, the top of the wave every time. So the, the customers are smaller, but they, are, they, they want to innovate. So we obtain a lot of knowledge and then we can apply in the international business. Uh, that's one of the things. Another thing that I think it's important to mention is, um, so we cannot only focus in one uh, area. So we need to um, to have sustainability. So it's important also to yeah, have multiple all the eggs in the same basket, of course. Um, and uh, of course, we even in the end, so we, we need to, to have all this experience in several sectors and several delivery models, as I mentioned before, because there are benefits in both. So it's important to say that we should keep and uh, we will we'll keep it for sure sure yeah okay i would suggest uh, i see that we have uh, two more questions i would suggest because we are past the hour that we reply to those then uh, offline yeah, yeah. that's okay yeah yeah i'll um, ask for your help and then we'll reply to the the questions and if uh, even there are uh, others other, um, mm -hmm. afterwards we can reply um, and I wanted to thank both of you for thank being you. here. Thanks, Thanks for, for everybody that uh, listened or that will listen in, in, when, yes. in, in the, 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 the podcast. And um, uh, before closing, I want to, to mention also that we'll have the, the next episode will be on artificial intelligence yeah. on, on the uh, 20th, 20th yeah. of, of May, exactly. Um, and um, yeah, follow us and uh, subscribe uh, so, yeah. to yeah to to, to, to continue to continue to hear these Biafra talks. Thanks, Thanks a, lot. a lot. Thank bye you. Bye. bye. bye.